Canny Cross conversations, chatting all things Canny Cross and running. Join Canny Cross instructors, me, Michelle, and me, Louise, as we chat to guest experts about dogs and running, sometimes while out canny crossing. Hello, welcome to Canny Cross Conversations with Michelle and Louise. Today, we're joined by ultra running journalist Lily Cantor. Lily writes for Trail Running Magazine and Runners World, and she's soon to feature in a special Trail Running Magazine article when she tried Canny Cross for the very first time with Louise's dog, Pickle. So we're very excited to have Lily here with us. So welcome, Lily. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, sure. Hello. Thanks very much for having me on. So, yeah, I love that intro. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I've been running, I suppose, seriously running for about five years. And I kind of do everything from park run up to uh, ultra marathons and everything in between. Um, But I particularly like running um, off road. And uh, yeah, and kind of uh running is I guess my hobby but also I'm a running coach as well so I I coach um a couple of women's groups in Great Belden and I'm also a journalist so that my main job is a journalist so I write um a lot for the running press and I also um write other stuff sort of personal finance um and lifestyle articles for other um sort of newspapers and magazines and actually, that's how we first met, Lily, isn't it? Because uh, you asked me some information. I think it was during lockdown, wasn't it? For oh yeah, it was love money or something. It was really, and then we found out that's that we right. were just up the road from each other, and it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was writing about um, oh, what's that term they started using at the beginning of lockdown when all the companies started shifting online, pivoting. That was it. Pivoting. <laughs> I was I was writing about companies that were pivoting, and uh, yeah, you came forward as a as a case study for that. Yeah. That's right. So there you go. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good. I remember that. Oh yeah, of course, because you'll have gone solely online with your Pilates classes. Is that yeah. what? Yeah, at that point, obviously we can't do Candy Cross online, but you know, <laughs> it's worth a try. Worth a try. So. Um, so having got to know Lily and obviously uh, the running side of it came out and you just uh, you just messaged me one day, didn't you? And said, I want to have a go at Canny Cross, but I haven't got a dog. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, there's, there's nothing stopping you. I've not got a dog, but we'll give it a go anyway. I love that. <laughs> so first of all, what made you want to try Canny Cross? I suppose it's because with running, I'm always kind of looking for the next kind of hit or the next new thing. Um, and I didn't really know canny crossing was a thing. I'd seen the odd person out with a dog. Um, and when I kind of realised that's what, what you did, I thought, oh, I quite fancy a go at that. <laughs> Something different. I've not tried that one yet. So it was just that, really. Just, yeah, just looked fun. Just with that minor little thing with you didn't have a dog. Yeah, you well, dog. you know, I'm working up to that. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but So we went out and we, actually it was a while ago we did it, wasn't it? It was before the summer. Yeah. Uh, we did a taster session. And the problem is, uh, people might not know, but I've had a, quite a bad knee injury. So my running's been a bit on and off, which is really frustrating. Um, so I couldn't run at the time, which was actually really nice because... Um, pickle could um so how did you so we did a taster session how did that feel for you because it is it is different isn't it yeah it was it was good I suppose 
what surprised me I don't know why but was the kind of speed of it um I think particularly in the beginning people's always really excited isn't she so she kind of she's off in a way um but when I was like looking at my watch looking at the pace I couldn't believe how fast I was going and how actually little effort it felt for me um so I actually quite like I was like oh going quite fast but actually it's not that hard um, as it would be on my own. Um, so I actually felt that it was less kind of intimidating than I thought, because I thought going really, really fast all the time, you'd soon sort of tire out. But because you've got that pull, yeah, um, yeah, it helps. And yeah, it's just, I don't know, there's something quite exciting about it. Um, I don't know. It was good fun. I, I did enjoy it straight away, really. And it, it is really interesting. We, Michelle and I were both laughing then when you said that there's little effort. And I'm thinking, well, I feel quite a lot of effort. I don't know about <laughs> you, Michelle. <laughs> I do too, actually. Yeah. Even when Poppy's running fast, it's a struggle to keep up with her. To, well, to sustain that pace, shall I say. Yeah. Takes a lot of training, I think. So well done, Lily. <laughs> Yeah, but I think Lily is, uh, and, and so this was the bit that I was quite interested in, that it was you coming from being a runner first and having, uh, you know, trained up for that, whereas I've run on and off for a long time, but I got back into running because of pickles. So I've done more canny crossing than I've done running solo lately, which, you know, I need to change about. But it it, it is different, isn't it? And did you notice anything else about your technique or your, your sort of stride with it or...? Yeah, I, I think I found that, um, I mean, I've got quite a, a, a long stride anyway. Um, my cadence is not as high as it should be, really, because I tend to rely on my stride. So maybe I was striding a bit a bit longer, but not a huge amount. Um, but what I have found since when I've done a, a couple of runs with her since is that what I tend to do is I like settle into it and I lean back almost like when you're riding a horse um and I did think of the comparison of like normal running is like horse riding in the UK and running with a dog is a bit like in America saddleback riding where you it's much more about sitting back and just enjoying the ride and uh I kind of felt like that it's like I tend to sit lean back and let the dog pull me which is not necessarily the right thing to be doing <laughs> at all um but um I thought I actually found like yeah I kind of relaxed into it in a way um, yeah it's I mean it's interesting so we did another session fairly recently where I came out on the bike with you for a little bit which was entertaining because because actually pickle went even faster because yeah. I was ahead on the bike but you know you've got to you've got to it's like an initiation isn't it for Lily <laughs> um and then I let you go solo so how did that feel because to start with I'm going to come back to the the technique and everything in a minute but how did the sort of going solo feel um it was fine but I'm glad you warned me about the ducks because <laughs> I could have ended up in the canal <laughs> I was just like bursting for laughter <laughs> Um, I've heard all about the drugs before, yeah, not with yeah, you, other, other situations. There was a couple of moments where I was, yeah, I, like I say, if I hadn't have had my wits about me, I probably would have ended up in the canal. Um, but, yeah, I'm, to be honest, I just kept talking to her, I kept talking to her, talking to her, talking to her all the whole time. And if I was ever nervous about anything, I just grabbed hold of the, the lead. Uh-huh. So I had a, you know, I didn't have a really long lead and I then had more control 
Um, but yeah, she was fine. And um, she went straight past other dogs, other people. She didn't stop. She, yeah, she just kind of got on with it. Um, so it was nice. But I did notice she slowed down on the way back. So I was like, oh, I was enjoying this like fast pace. Um, so yeah, but yeah, ducks definitely was um, something I had to, to be aware of because she did a couple of moments, like suddenly her, you know, head was up and yeah, she was going for it. So I should explain that Lily was running along the canal at the time. <laughs> but actually but it's almost like a little bit of interval training with her isn't it at that Mm. point because you've got that but what I love about it is that you can keep her going and and the best thing that you've said and and what I think with people that start out canny crossing Michelle I don't know if you find this as well people don't talk to their dogs enough and don't and and that's a fab way of creating that bond I don't know if you find that or yeah I mean personally for me I'm constantly talking to Poppy because she's in front of me so her only cue really is my commands um, and what I'm doing at the end of the lead. So, yeah, I think it's really important. So that must be challenging when you're running with somebody else's dog, actually, when you don't know them. Um, you have to concentrate um, a lot more. So normally on a run, I would like be listening to podcasts and like totally zone out. Um, whereas with her, like I didn't obviously have any headphones or anything on and I was just kind of aware of her the whole time. Um, so it was a different sort of experience. I guess once you get used to the dog and you go longer distance, you'd relax into that a bit more. But I do think you have to be much more alert. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I would never wear headphones. I've never listened to podcasts, um, Canny Crossing. <laughs> and, no. and that's a really good question for anyone out there, actually. Well, maybe we just put that in a post because... I would never do it, but I don't tend to when I'm running either um, because I like to hear what's yeah, going Yeah, well, there. I've got bone conductor headphones, so they don't go in the ear. So I can still hear, um, but um, it depends where I am. If I'm somewhere new and somewhere really scenic, I don't tend to wear them because I kind of want to take in my surroundings. But if I'm running around locally and I'm kind of used to the routes and I need something, I guess, to... Uh, yeah to listen to no that, and that's um that's a, that's a brilliant point um going back to the technique so michelle what's your thoughts on people leaning back when they're sort of running along with the dog and, and lily felt like she was she was sort of leaning back into the harness a bit more her harness yeah well naturally when we're running we want to have a slight forward lean of course because if we're leaning back we're likely to be going off balance we'll be breaking ourselves there'll be pressure on our our quads slowing us down um so that's not ultimately going to do us any good it, in canny cross obviously when we're teaching our dog the command to stop and slow down we do lean back a little bit um and i think we naturally lean back a little bit going downhill if we're a bit kind of oh i don't want to go that fast um but really we shouldn't we, we should be aiming to keep up with the dog and maintain that forward lean so that we can maintain our running form so but I think that's something we have to kind of work on. Um, I always say running, well, running with Poppy, certainly my dog, is like really good interval training because <laughs> she's she's fast as a rocket, but she doesn't have much stamina. Yeah. So we'll often do kind of short spurts. So that's really good for me to practice things like getting my cadence up and, you know, working on fitness with her. And then we'll have a bit of a rest and a bit of a breather and we'll go again. 
Um, so we tend to be a bit more stop-start. I don't know what your experience with pickle was like. Was it quite steady or? Yeah, it was. And because uh, I was in the beginning, it was it was fast. And then it got a little bit slower and sort of, but still fast. And then when we turned around and came back, it got slow still. So it was a continuous run, but I guess there was three different paces and, and it was it got gradually slower. I suppose for me, when I do I'm used to doing interval training on my own. So that's why I say it seems easier with um pickle because I'm doing the same speed I would do on my own, but I'm getting pulled. Yeah, for less <laughs> effort on your part, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> And, it, and it's interesting, isn't it? Because it is le- yeah, less effort. I'm going to keep thinking that when I'm out running now. It's less effort. It's easier. <laughs> doesn't feel it sometimes, though, does it? No. <laughs> so it's less effort, but I also think it improves my technique running. And I can focus more on doing my technique properly. And as you say, increasing your cadence and things like that, because I'm being pulled. And I, I can get into that forward lean. I think Canny Cross improves my technique. I don't know, you know. Lily, we've got to give you the confidence to run with her, I think, for that to happen. It's, a bit more well, quick. I don't think it's confident. I just think I'm a bit late. I get a bit lazy <laughs> with her. It's just like, oh, yeah, I can just sit back and she can pull me along. <laughs> My poor dog, no wonder she got tired at the end. <laughs> She's not as fit as she should be either. So to come into racing season. But uh, yeah, we need to sort that out. But um, yeah, so OK. And I did say to you, you need to lean into it. You need to lean yeah, into yeah, yeah. it. So um, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's something to do. Um, how... So you didn't feel the overstriding side of it? No, because I think like I said, I probably overstride a bit anyway. I didn't actually, I should have looked at what my cadence was, whether it was any better than normal. Um, but no, I think because particularly it, because it is more of an interval pace, um, my stride would be slightly longer anyway. Yeah. Um, and like I said, my cadence is not, brilliant it, my average is about 164 um so it could be a lot faster anyway uh so maybe if I did it a bit more I would think a bit more about perhaps getting my cadence up and trying not to overstride so much yeah it's quite hard not to overstride especially if you've got a strong pulling dog with canny cross and that's that sort of leads on nicely to, to strength training so I know with injuries that I have to strength train a lot having done a session this morning as well um do you do strength training anyway Lily or yeah yeah I do so I've got a personal trainer um specifically for running strength training um and I go to her gym um and yeah she's got a program which is very much geared around strengthening my legs in particular because I have problems with my IT band as a lot of runners do um but also doing core and upper body particularly when I'm training for ultras because I kind of need that overall body strength and I wouldn't be able to run without strength training you know I had an injury a couple of years ago after doing back-to-back ultras um and my knee completely gave up and I wasn't doing any strength training then um but since I have and since I've got my personal trainer um I haven't I haven't had any issues so yeah it's something I always bang on about to my runners as well how important it is 
Well, I have to, yeah, because I'm just about to run. Uh, well, I've done it by the time this podcast goes out, but I do Pilates for Runners, which is less low impact. So it's, um, you know, it's brilliant, but it's all the areas that we need to work, work work and strengthen for Pilates. So it is pretty good. But you do quite a bit as well, don't you, Michelle? As well as Pilates for Runners. I do. I do. The, the Pilates for Runners course is brilliant, actually. I, I can still hear Louise in my ear every time I'm running, going, lower your armpit. Your pelvis in the right position, and I do think about it. But canny cross does help with that, though, doesn't it? I think having that pull at, at the hips, it really does help get your pelvis in the right position. I think. Um, so I am a lot more aware of my posture having done the Pilates for runners course. I love it, but I do, yeah, I do kind of kettlebell classes and resistance band training, and I do notice a difference as well in my running. My husband commented um, over summer that we were doing some interval training together, which we rarely do. And he said, your form has improved massively. And that's got to just be down to the strength training. So there you go. Yeah. Helps. And it's so important. And, and OK, this is. Um, but if anyone's thinking of taking up Canicross, um, I think it's even more important because we overstride or we tend to overstride if you've got a strong pulling dog and the loads and stuff and stresses that are going up your body. But Lily, you you do strength train, although you didn't used to. But why don't runners do it? What is it that about them? So you've got groups of women, and I know a couple of them, and I know they're not strength training. <laughs> I'm assuming one this week, so I shall tell her. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I don't think you start doing it until you have an injury. That's the thing. You think you don't need it because you're running and you're fine, and then you have an injury, and then you get told by your physio <laughs> you need to do strength training. Uh, and then that's when you have that sort of moment of realisation. Um so yeah and I there isn't necessarily enough emphasis put on it although you know if you look at the the running magazines they've always got strength stuff in there but I think people are kind of you know everyone's pushed for time and they think oh well at least I'm getting the running in um and like I say until they're injured they don't necessarily realize how important it is I think that's 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 right. But prevention is better than you know, as I yeah. Off. But uh, anyway, yeah. So uh, if you're a runner out there, and especially a canny crosser, get onto that strength training before you can't run <laughs> and, and exercise your dog, because that's basically for a lot of us the reason we canny cross is because we have either prey or reactive dogs, um, and you know, letting off a lead is, isn't necessarily the right thing. So when you can't do that. It is really, really hard work, which goes us on to nicely, nice segment there, to uh, rescue dogs. So, Lily, you mentioned at the beginning that you um, you were working on getting a dog. Tell us more. <laughs> yeah, it's proving more difficult than I thought for lots of different reasons. Um, yeah, so I, I guess um, I've been quite keen to get a dog, I, I suppose, since I had that first session with with pickle and I thought actually I could fit this into my um sort of daily routine because I do a lot of walking and running anyway so it's not it's not going to be any hardship to be doing that with a dog uh my family is not necessarily on board um the kids are kind of 50 50 with it and my husband's like a blanket no I don't want a dog um because he's never he's never had one so he doesn't he just only sees the negatives but the main sticking point is we've got two cats and what we're finding is when you contact rescue centers they ask you for all your details so obviously we've been you know 
transparent and said, you know, we've got two cats. It's got to be a dog that that will be okay with cats. And basically, we've had absolutely no response from anyone. <laughs> so, like, basically, we're so low down on the list. And I think it must be it's a we've got children, and b we've got cats. Um, but like, there's just nothing. But like, every centre I've contacted, I've had absolutely nothing. So. Um, there was a dog um, through a Facebook group that I found, but again, it hadn't been tested with cats. And then when I looked up the breed, it was like, these will chase cats and try and eat them. So, um, yeah, that's the sticking point, really, is the cats. Because Michelle, Poppy's a rescue, isn't she? Yeah, Poppy's a rescue. Bella um, was a rescue as well. Um, we never had an issue, but then we didn't have cats, so maybe mm. it is that. And we didn't have a child when we adopted our first dog either. It was just us, so that perhaps made it a little bit easier. And then obviously when we went to adopt Poppy, we took Bella with us, um, so they they could obviously see that we had a dog and we had experience of adopting a rescue dog before. Um, but I, I don't know, I, I find it, I've never had an issue with it. We've, we've never kind of had to apply to get a rescue dog. So I find hearing these stories, like, just, a li- they're a little strange to me because yeah. I've never experienced it. Well, I suppose we've been going through sort of charities and rescue centres and everything, and they all now have application processes. I think because there's so much demand for dogs, even rescue dogs, um, and so they filter people from the applications um and we're we're just not getting through so yeah and it's interesting as well because the type of dog that you probably want will be a hound type dog Mm. natural instinct will be to hunt yeah and chase cats yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes um but that but it's interesting at the moment isn't it because you're hearing all these stories as well of all these people that got dogs in lockdown that are now wanting to rehome them so maybe that you'll find some some dog through through that way that you know but again it's it's choosing the breed that yeah it's going to be really hard to yeah to I mean I really like the idea of a rescue dog we had a rescue dog when I was a kid and she was lovely and well I I have a rose tinted view of it my mum keeps telling all the horror stories to my husband which is not particularly helpful <laughs> um but I have nothing but good memories um about her um and so I've always liked the idea of a rescue dog but if we can't get a rescue dog then I think we're just going to have to go down the puppy route um and put our name down on a waiting list or something so um yeah it's a shame really because we'd like to give a you know give a dog a home so if anyone's got one that likes cats and children (laughs) but likes to run as well yeah I'm sure I'm sure there's one out there for you though I'm sure there is yeah you yeah. just got to wait for that perfect time and then um but in the meantime you've got pickled canny cross so yeah yeah waiting patiently for you to come for a run <laughs> I'm tapering at the moment so uh, oh, I'll let you off this yeah week. after my race maybe <laughs> um uh so that just lastly um because you're both running coaches so I come from the strength angle you two come from the running side um is there anything that you think Michelle that as a canny cross runner that you should be training more or less of or I don't know with the, the whole fitness your fitness as a human 
Um, it depends on the kind of running you do, doesn't it, I guess. Um, I mean, we were talking earlier, Lily, you were saying you're kind of sitting back, just having a nice relaxed run with pickles. So, you know, if, if that's your kind of relaxed session, and that's kind of what I do with Poppy as well. Like I do a lot. I do mostly trail running, to be honest. If, if I get on the road, it's because I'm training for a road race. Um, I rarely run on the road now. But most of my running is relaxed with Poppy. So when I want to train, I, I do need to put things in like intervals and hill sprints and tempo runs and things like that because we don't do that together we tend to just go out on the hills and have fun um so it depends what you want to achieve from your running if, if you're just canny crossing for fun and because you've got a dog that needs exercising um then I think you're fine as you are um but if you're training for an event then I do think you you have there are some things you will need to go out and do without your dog um you know, yeah. you can factor in some things like, you know, fartlek sessions with a dog, but it's hard to say to a dog, right, run for one minute, have 30 <laughs> seconds recovery. Um, it can't be that structured, can it? Because you've got to be listening to your dog as well. I don't know, on the canal, it probably could be with pickle. <laughs> <laughs> you, could, you could throw in a bit of a swim training as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I need uh, I need Lily to race her for me because I'll only be able to race one day, I think, in the next couple of months. So I need Lily to get into racing. So um, hopefully she will. Hopefully she will. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's no comment there. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't no, done I'll it give yet. it a go. Do you know what? I haven't been signing up for any races other than this one this weekend and one in March um that's not a lot for me um because of the whole dog situation because I was a bit like if I do get a dog then that's going to affect my training um because like you say Michelle it depends what what you're training for but I was thinking if I'm gonna I know train for a marathon then actually having a dog might interfere with that because I'm only going to be able to do shorter sessions in the beginning um and I won't be able to do road stuff um so yeah maybe that's what I need to do then Michelle sign up for a canny cross event and then I'll have something to train for with a dog yeah definitely get involved I'm, I'm saying that I've never done a canny cross race <laughs> last week we talked about that didn't we so uh, yes so hopefully um we talked to um uh Georgie Lambert who's a uh international canny cross medalist I mean she's gone worlds and everything so uh Yes, we were trying to persuade Michelle to um, to get into racing as it is now racing season. <laughs> There's other things, though, aren't there? I keep seeing like weird named things. I don't know what they are because um, you can do triathlons, can't you, as well uh, with dogs and bike ones, which look yes. extremely <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Tie well, your dog to a bike. It's bike jaw, and you can do it with scooters as well, and you can swim with dogs as well. So um, yeah, if you come along to a race with me, uh, Lily, well, you'll see, and it is quite scary because you have to have a dog, in my opinion, that listens to your commands because you're coming down a hill on your bike, and a bike. It's, <gasps> it's with the dog attached to it. It's well, no, that's brutal. Yeah. No, yeah. but anyway, perhaps that's what I should be doing because less impact on my body, but you know. <laughs> not going to be <laughs> brilliant well yes yeah, so again we need to organize a, a next run with pickle lily after next week after your race um, yeah yeah let's do it <laughs> she's waiting by the door for you um but michelle have you got anything else you'd like to ask or no it's it's been brilliant chatting to you actually it's it's, it's always nice talking to someone who's kind of new to canny crossing and getting your experiences across um so i hope you continue with it and i do wish you all the best with finding a dog of your own because you know there's nothing like it is that I wouldn't be without mine so yeah best of luck and Lily where can people find you if they want to follow you 
with all your running stuff? Uh, probably best is Instagram. So I'm just at Lily Cantor on Instagram. Um, yeah, I post on there. But it is just like me running. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of you in pickle running already. There are, there is. And there are, and there are my runners as well, my great garden yeah. runners. I post about the stuff they've been doing as well. So, but anyway, if you'd like to follow Lily or, or whatever, to even ask her any questions about her Canicos experience, you don't want to ask us, then I'm sure she'll answer you. But anyway, thank you so much for your time today. Really enjoyed that. And we will see yeah, everyone on the next episode. We hope you enjoyed our chat with Lily as much as we did. That was really interesting hearing about Canicross from a beginner's perspective. It was interesting that Lily found it easier than running alone. <gasps> You can read more about Lily's experience of running with Pickle in the January 2022 issue of Trail Running Magazine. Thank you for listening to Canny Cross Conversations. If there's something you'd like to know about Canny Cross and running, then please get in touch with us at cannycrossconversations.co.uk and don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss our next episode.